Hello, and welcome to Thrive, a podcast that gives you strategies and inspiration to help you live your best life. Learn from us, two cancer survivors, as we show you how we don't just survive, but thrive. Hi, I'm Dara Kurtz, creator of CrazyPerfectLife.com, a place to go to help you find meaning each day, and author of the book, Crush Cancer, the book I needed when I heard those terrifying words, you have cancer, available on Amazon. Hi, I'm Garth Callahan. I am a seven-ton cancer thriver. But more importantly, I am also the original napkin notes dad. I've been writing notes to my daughter, Emma, and sticking them into her lunch ever since kindergarten. This is going to be a fun one, guys. We are so happy to introduce you to Crystal DeGroot. She was recently named one of Forbes 30 Under 30. She is the co-founder of Your Super, a next-gen industry leader in plant-based living, transparent supply chain, and one-to-one giving. The company was created when her partner, Michael, then 24, was diagnosed with cancer. We are so excited to have you here. Welcome, Crystal. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be there. This is is great. Dora, I haven't told you this, but Mm. my daughter has recently migrated to a completely plant-based diet. That's great. This is going to be super exciting for you on a personal level then. Well, Crystal, start at the beginning for our listeners who don't know your story. I think it's just such a fascinating story of taking a hard situation and creating something amazing. And so I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. So it all started five years ago when Michael was diagnosed with cancer. He was 24 at the time and he went through the traditional chemo treatment and he was, he finished that and then you're kind of done and he was anything but healthy. So I was just this crazy health nut. I always say with a kitchen cabinet full of different superfoods. I had all the different bags in there. And I basically just put him on a detox and started to give him all the superfoods. I said, okay, you need wheatgrass, you need spirulina, you need, and just the list went on and on. And I took him to Whole Foods, wanted him to buy everything. And he was like, this is way too expensive. This is way too complicated. I don't get it. And I had an empty jar and I just threw a bunch of greens together. And I told him, it's like, okay, whatever you do, take this. Like I'll make you smoothies too, but like whatever you do when we're not together for a day, like just take this every single day. That was the point where, you know, we, that's how it all started. And then we realized it was not just him, but there were so many other people as well who had, you know, the same problem. Nine out of 10 people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every single day, which is crazy if you think about it. And I started telling my friends, oh, you should use this, you should use this. And they're the same reactions like, oh, it's too complicated. So then together with my mom and aunt who are nutritionists, we created this line of seven functional superfood and plant protein mixes that you can literally add to anything, right? So you can add it to water, you can add it to smoothies, juice. They're not sweetened, so they don't have any stevia, any anything added. It's just five, six naturally dried whole food ingredients. So you can even add them to savory foods like hummus or sprinkle them over your pasta. It's like whatever you're eating, it's just like adding, you know, an extra portion of vitamins and minerals to it. Um, so, I mean, that's yeah. such an amazing story. I think I just want to say that I read somewhere that Michael was, he, I mean, he was super healthy. How did that work? Because I know that Michael was an athlete. And so one day he just started feeling badly. Tell us a little bit about how he went from being a super healthy person to diagnosed with cancer. So we both played tennis at a professional level. So we actually met really funny in the US uh, where we both played college tennis. 
you have to imagine, like he's 24 years old, he's on top of the world. He was actually in India uh, studying and traveling at that time. And he just, uh, he had testicular cancer, so he just felt something and didn't think too much of it. He thought it was a bit weird. And then at some point, I think it was during Christmas, so it was like a couple of weeks later, he was home and his mom is also a doctor and he said, oh yeah, something. And she was right away like, you, you go, <laughs> you go to the doctor. Um, and then it went really, really fast. Um, so there was a really fast process from having a diagnosis, then getting a second diagnosis the second day, just like to double check. And then the third day actually he was already in surgery. So it was like a extremely fast process and then chemo afterwards. And yeah. So he went through surgery and then chemo and you thought, okay, Michael, you've got to boost your immune system and yeah. you are already eating really healthy. So you thought, I'm just going to start concocting things for you, if you will. And yeah. how did that go over with him? So he, he had more of a traditional kind of like German diet, like an okay. athlete diet, right? A lot of... Was that high protein? Product, like meat. very meat? Okay. Yeah. German people eat very meat heavy. So that was just like a very standard diet. Not very, like looking at it now, not very healthy. And I always just kind of, you know, let it go. I had like my own way that I was doing. And I already tried to like, during chemo, try to tell him some things, but sometimes within that period, I think it's hard for people to make even more changes because kind of their whole world is already Absolutely. collapsing. I think that's true. So it was more for him really the aftermath where he sat down and was like, okay, what just happened? What can I do? And he realized that you cannot control everything in your life, but you can control what you eat. So that is one of the things like to really improve your own health. Like it's up to you what you put into your body every single day. Um, I, I love that you said that a hundred percent. It's amazing. So were you a vegan at the time that he was diagnosed or were you just mostly plant-based? Uh, I was vegetarian. Okay. Um, and then during his chemo, I watched a movie Forks Over Knives. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone you know what? <laughs> I have you seen that, Garth? I have seen it. And as soon as she said I watched a movie, I knew exactly where she was going. Yeah. And, and I actually subscribed to the newsletter and, and I bought a couple of, yeah, I love of, this, the book. of Forks the Over, yeah, a couple of their cookbooks. Yeah, no, they're amazing. We also, we actually talked to Dr. Camel, we interviewed him and he is just, I mean, yeah. he's 85 years old. He is super healthy, zero pills, and he still goes for runs and he does this. And it's, it's just so much energy and it's so amazing to, to have met him. And yeah, for me, I watched that movie during chemo. Um, so very much resonated. And then, um, Personally, my mom also had cancer when I was 12 or 13. So it was kind of just like, okay, so I can, by going plant-based, actually like turn off my cancer genes because that's a big message of that movie, right? Of like, mm -hmm. by eating plant-based, you are you can actually, everyone has cancer genes, but you can turn them on or off. And you can, by eating plant-based, turn them off. I was like, that's actually very simple. Like, And I it makes just, sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, I'm, I'm feeling so guilty now. Because, no, guilt wasted emotion. Because, ah, <laughs> well, so, and just to give a, a quick history background for me, and, and especially if you're new to the Thrive podcast and, and you haven't heard my story, I was diagnosed with kidney cancer in 2011. And about a year later, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And after that prostate cancer diagnosis, 
I really, that's about the same time that I watched Forks Over Knives. And I limited my diet to less than 10% meat and dairy. So mm-hmm. I wasn't full vegan. I wasn't full vegetarian. But I really was, from a dairy perspective, the only thing I did was I put a little bit of cream in my coffee. And I was very meat conscious about reducing how much meat I was eating. And that really was based on the advice of all of my doctors. And then I was diagnosed with kidney cancer again and again. And I started this daily chemo treatment. And during the chemo treatment, which I did for four and a half years, I lost 55 pounds. And there was a point in time that my doctors literally said, Garth, just please eat everything, anything. Do whatever you can because you're losing too much weight. You're not, you know, you're in a really dangerous position. And so I kind of, you know, I slipped away from that. And this is why I feel guilty because I know, I know in my heart that that diet is a better choice for me. So maybe today the universe brought us all together and maybe today is the the first day of the rest of your life. Um, (laughs) We are full of cliches on the Thrive Podcast. So here's, I have so many questions. I just don't even know where to start, but let's talk a little bit about someone decides, okay, yes, I want to eat more Mm plant-based. How do they start? There's so many different There's so much too much information, if you will. A lot of that information doesn't come from the medical community. We have a lot of listeners that might be going through a health issue, or maybe people just want to be the healthiest versions of themselves. But how do you start? And you don't want to hurt yourself. You want to help yourself. Mm. And I think sometimes people are afraid, like, if I take this, am I going to hurt? Am I hurting myself? So let's start there. I think a really important thing to point out there is that eating healthy has like people make it so complicated. There are so many messages out there. People make it so extremely complicated. Oh, you have to count this and then you have to do this. And I just really like to like kind of just bring it down and to say it's actually very simple. Eat things that nature grows, right? Yeah. So. We, what we do at Your Super is that we, we created the seven mixes, which are a very easy way to get started of just increasing your intake of fruit and vegetables. Like, let's start there, right? With like just a couple spoons a day to whatever you're already eating, start adding that and you will start feeling a little bit better because it's really often about create, like kind of breaking this cycle you're in and you just have to kind of like have a little win that then leads to all these other wins of like, oh, I feel better. Yes, I want to have more of the good stuff. So very much of like a crowding out principle where you're basically saying, you know, I'm going to add more and more good stuff and therefore slowly like I start craving that and slowly eating less bad stuff. You don't have to be perfect from one day to the other day and it doesn't have to be that complicated. So besides the products, we really, we have like big Facebook communities and we really try to just teach people of like, okay, this is how you make a smoothie. It doesn't, you know, it can be as simple as a super green mix with a banana, maybe a little bit of spinach and some water. Like it doesn't have to be that complicated or, Hey, do you know, you can make your own oatmeal. It's oats, raisins, adding a banana on top. Like there's such simple things that people just forgot on how to make their own food. And that healthy eating can be super easy. It can be fast. I'm also busy. I also somehow managed to do it. So I always think like, Everyone can do it. Just people have to like just be taught again on how to cook and take care of yourself. So a lot of times I think people will say, you know, I don't want to give up eating meat because I feel like the whole protein thing 
Or um, I know you've heard that probably probably many, many times. Or um, isn't it the vitamin B levels or something that they have to B- be careful? B12. 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 Yeah. So um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So B12, like let's start with B12. In general, there are even meat eaters, there are a lot of people that are deficient in B12. Okay. So I think it's always interesting that it's only pointed out when you go plant-based. Yes, I take a B12 supplement. Um, I don't take a lot of supplements at all. That's the one thing I'm like, okay, that I take. Uh, you don't have to take it every day because it's something that can be stored in the body. So I can even say I take it once a week, but then in a higher dosage. And then protein, there's a lot of protein in plants as well. We have plant protein powder. So we, for example, use hemp uh, and pea and rice protein, and we combine them because there's always this argument, oh, but you don't have all essential amino acids. But if you combine, for example, rice and pea protein together, you have all essential amino acids and it's as good as any other protein. And that's very similar when you eat, when you combine, for example, beans and rice, you have a complete protein. So if you just eat proper meals, you're going to have more than enough protein. And in general, people eat way too much protein, right? We don't need as much as we think. Carbs are not the enemy. We all we need them all, right? We need the carbs, we need the protein, we need the fats. I'm a big believer in just start listening to your body again instead of trying to count everything and like try to measure it out. I'm like just instead of listening to everything outside, try to start listening inside and like what do you actually want to eat? Like what feels good to you? I bet you meditate, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, because I do also, and I feel like you become more intuitive the more you do that or the more that you stay in that space. And the way you just described that just sounded like like you were a meditator. I love that. You know, um, one of the things I'd like to suggest to our listeners is this can be a very overwhelming thing if you overthink it. But just like any other change that you want to make in your life, if you need to start small and work incrementally, that's a great way to start. And I'll give a great example. I personally did this, I've been doing this for a while now, not specifically to step away from meat, although that's a side effect of it, is I wanted to be a little bit more in touch with the foods that I was eating and also making sure that I was eating less processed foods. And and so what I did was I choose to eat lunch as a vegetarian meal. Typically, this is how simple it is. I like to cut up a tomato and half of a red onion. <laughs> and, and I mix them together. It sounds Dar, horrible. Dar's face is awful. And you should rotate your vegetables, though. You don't eat the same thing every day. Yeah. Well, just so, saying. So, Isn't that right? So I'm starting small. I, I feel like I shouldn't go in between you guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, well, but, starting but small. I'm and starting small. It's, yeah. it, and these vegetables are plentiful in summer. Yeah. Right? So I'm eating what's available literally what can be grown in my yard. I sprinkle a little bit of avocado oil on it and some red wine vinegar, and that's it. And so I eat this really big bowl of onions and tomatoes. I'm sure my breath is awful, um, but it it really, it helps me reduce my dependence on meat. It absolutely reduces my dependence on processed products. And because I'm in the kitchen cutting up my my own lunch, I understand what I'm eating. And it, it's it's actually easier when you don't have to prepare meat. Truthfully, it, it just it feels like you can make a meal so much quicker because you don't have to like mess with the whole. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know all that stuff, and it's we're, cheaper. I think it's cheaper. We're going out to it, some 
Oh, go ahead. Uh, what I want to say is just to, I think it's very good that you brought up the processed foods. I mean, that's why I call it plant-based and not vegan, because I think it's super important to eat the whole foods, right? If I talk about plant-based, I'm talking about a whole food plant-based diet. And what I always like to teach people right away is like how to read a label, which is something so basic, but a lot of people are confused. I think if I read a label, I don't read the table. Like I skip the calories, I skip all whatever is in there. I'm just like, whatever. Where I personally look at, and I think everyone should look at is the ingredient list. Just look what is actually in the food, read it. Do you know what it is? And then if you don't know, start Googling it and like try to understand it and then make the decision for yourself. Do I actually want to put this into my body? And that's what's so cool about your products because you've almost done all the homework for everyone. So you can trust that the ingredients in your products are real, healthy, very well-sourced products. Yeah. So are there certain things like, for example, if someone has one form of cancer or one type of disease or something that they should stay away from certain types of superfoods versus other foods? Because if you ask, like, for example, your doctor and you say, um, I'm thinking about doing this or what are your thoughts on this? A lot of times the doctors, they don't know. They don't mm. know the answers. Well, but they will They will know if something, especially for folks who are in treatment, especially, mm -hmm. uh, and not necessarily radiation, but a chemo-based treatment. Look, I'm a huge proponent of chemotherapy, right? So I know that without certain types of medicines, my cancer would be absolutely out of control. But my doctors also, they might not know if what I'm eating is good for me or good for my health, but they would know if it was it's going to counter effect. Do you think they would? I do. And maybe it's because I choose the best doctors that I can possibly find. I think that doctors understand, hey, you know, and, you know, we'll just pick um, a lot of medicines get counter counteraffected by grapefruits. Right. And so True. doctors know that. Yeah. And I would like to think that my medical team knows based on my immunotherapy treatment, if there is something that I would eat or do that would counter affect that. I don't think there is. Um, it's never come up. What are your thoughts on that? Um, so I think for me, what I, I mean, just from what I've heard also from our customers, for example, is that even if you go for chemo and I mean, we have people with, from heart disease to diabetes to thyroid problems, like literally the whole range. And it's always interesting, right? Because we always get these emails of like, I have this, what should I do? And what I find is that I keep recommending the same thing to everyone is I often tell people, if you really have something, um, I let them not during chemo, but let's say like during like more chronic diseases is like start with the five day detox. It's something that's where you drink two large, super big smoothies a day. You still have a, a large salad with like rice or sweet potatoes for lunch. So it's like you still eat, but it's completely plant-based for five days and it completely shifts the way people feel. And it's just interesting because at the end of the day, plants can heal. Like that's the main message. Whatever you have, if you change your diet and you just actually start eating things that are supporting your body and making you healthy, and you start cutting out the things that are actually creating disease within the body, you become healthy. It's not different for, you know, for every disease. It's like, it's very universal. Of like wherever you're at, putting good things into your body will help you. So let's take Garth, for example, because it's oh, so fun, because it's awful. so fun. <laughs> so, I mean, Garth is 
right now he is having you're receiving chemo every three weeks is that correct yes four every four oh, okay excuse me every four weeks so what would be a good way for garth to start incorporating a healthier plant-based lifestyle mm. i would i mean and it's this is for everyone different yeah. but okay. Perfect, perfect scenario. I would say 100% go plant-based right away. Let's start there. Since there is a lot going on, I wouldn't say like, like some people go really extreme, right? Like during this kind of treatment to say, okay, I'm going to cut out all sugar. I only going to have greens. And that's like a very extreme way of eating for like a short amount of like plant-based, no carbs. It's like that's, that's tough. Like that's not long-term, but for example, some people do that during chemo treatments. But even just going plant-based and just having a lot of smoothies, like lots of greens, but even just if you have some fruits, like just overloading of fruits and vegetables, that will 100% help you. I have, we had one customer who during her chemo treatment every day had like a lot, a lot of green juice. She had breast cancer and everyone was always, always felt super sick. And like, even just over, if you look at the whole course, she was just feeling so much better than some of the other people. So it, it shows that even if you go through the treatments, you can actually feel better by just supporting your body a little bit. So what are your thoughts on fruit smoothies versus straight green smoothies? Do you think that it's okay to have the sugar from fruit? Uh, for just in just, normal, a, just a normal person. normal incident, yeah, hundred percent. I'm hundred okay. percent pro fruit. Fruit that is processed and what a lot of people refer to as sugar versus fruit that is in a banana or in a berry, which grow in nature, they're actually very healthy. And I know there are times where people say, okay, like we always have this discussion, right? Plant based, keto. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just from my own experience. Fruits just you know, like you can, and we see it, it's not just my experience, sorry. It's like, even if we look at the five day detox, there are like bananas in your smoothies and there are fruits and mangoes and all these kind of things. Also greens, you need a combination of both. And people are scared sometimes in the beginning because they're like, well, I've done low carb for so long and this is so many bananas and so many this. I'm like, just, just do it. And I feel amazing afterwards. So Yes, don't eat processed sugar, like limit that out. But can, can you have it from fruits where the fiber and everything is still in there? 100%. So this episode of the podcast is sponsored by the Crush Cancer online course, a 10 module online program that you can watch from your home. It's little videos with worksheets that go along with each module. It is regularly 197, but with your coupon code THRIVE, you will receive 50% off, and that means you will get the whole course for $99. The 10 modules talk about things such as, you didn't ask for cancer, but now we have to deal with it, to thinking about yourself as a survivor, establishing a mantra, physical and emotional changes, fear versus faith, creating a daily self-care practice, and so many more things. You can check it out by going to crazyperfectlife.com and clicking on the Crush Cancer online course. What are your thoughts on dark chocolate? (laughs) (laughs) I I really like dark chocolate. I really do too. Yeah. (laughs) We have have an awesome chocolate lover mix. uh, Because chocolates can also be healthy. Mm -hmm. And... I think it's very interesting, right? Because I feel there's so much guilt around chocolate. It's like, oh, I ate chocolate. Oh, I have to feel guilty now. And I'm like, 
to eat the right kind of chocolate that is not highly processed and is not full with milk and with sugar and all these kind of things. Or soy. Soy, yeah. soy lecatine. I mean, they're adding a whole yeah. bunch of things nowadays. It's actually a very healthy food. We just visited our cacao supplier. I um, saw that on Facebook. Yeah. Like I even just have to tell people like, well, you know, a lot of people don't even know like where cacao really comes from. So it actually is like, it's this beautiful pot that is like yellow, red, like they all have different colors depending on also the trees that grow around them. And then you open it and then it has actually fruit in it. So it has like a pot with a lot of fruits and you can eat the outside. So around the bean is this fruit that tastes delicious. But then there's this whole process of chocolate. So actually, so within this fruit is the bean. So they would all throw that together still with the fruit around it. And then it's fermenting. And then you actually have, if you have a raw bean, it's purple, which is really interesting. Mm. And then it's fermenting and it actually becomes brown. And there's this whole process of how to get to the actual chocolate. And we don't even think about it. We're just like, cacao, it's brown. <laughs> yeah. It I mean, that's the reason we have a transparent supply chain to start connecting people again of like, this is a food, this is how it grows, someone is actually growing this. There goes a lot of love and time in creating these things and they don't just like pop up in the supermarket. Hmm. So will you walk us through your daily intake of your products or like, I know you you have a matcha blend, for example, and we've had um, the founder of the tea spot on before, and she's talked to us about the importance of matcha, but I'm just so curious about what your daily intake is of all of this. Yeah. Every day is different. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not like a super heavy routine person. I'm like very much like, like I said, like if I feel a certain way, I make certain things. But I love starting the day, especially now in the summer, just with a huge green smoothie. So, for example, this morning I made a green... I'm looking at the kitchen while I'm saying it, which is funny. I made a huge green smoothie with our super green mix and our skinny protein. And then I put also our Forever Beautiful on there. And then I mix frozen spinach with a banana, some strawberries and water. And if I talk about a huge movie, like in a regular, it's probably like three regular glasses. Like I'm not going to survive my morning on one glass. I'm like, that doesn't work. I start mostly just first, just with like two free glasses of water. Then I have a smoothie. If I'm still hungry, I might have like a small oatmeal, for example. Then for lunch, I would say a big salad. And if I talk about a big salad, I love to add like rice or quinoa and beans, like, or some roasted vegetables, like a proper salad. I love using leftovers from at night, like in my actual salad. Um, and what I do then sometimes is actually make a dressing with some of our mixes. So I might grab um, either the Forever Beautiful in like a vinaigrette, or I do, for example, the super green with some tahini and like stir it together and use that as a dressing. Matcha is, I don't use it every single day, but if I use it, it's like to get some stuff done. So I'll just stir it in like some oat milk or I make like my own milk with some cashews and water and then blend it together. Do you think you can overdo it on the greens? No. Like you can't? Okay. <laughs> so, no. no I, I knew the answer to that question and I'm not, I'm not well, her. I just, yeah. I was just making sure, you know, yeah. I don't want our listeners to, you know, all of a sudden start, it can just feel overwhelming. I don't want someone to have digestive, I guess you would have digestive issues, right? Is that how you would know if you were ever doing it? I'm just being honest. No, I'm just thinking, I feel like I've ate, I eat so many greens and okay. I, I 
I mean, there's a lot of fiber in there, so I almost feel like it helps your digestion that okay. then it would hurt your digestion. Okay. Yeah, no, I, th I mean, I think we should worry about people not having enough greens. Okay. Instead okay. of having too many greens. Yeah, so, so Dara, I came across this statistic while I was talking to one of my doctors recently. And I say recently, I have no idea. It was probably last year, I just can't remember. <laughs> and the statistic was that if we could do any one thing as Americans to improve our um, ability to resist and fight cancer specifically, but also other disease, it is to increase our fiber intake. Mm, yeah. So Americans as a whole, we don't sleep enough and we don't eat, eat enough fiber. Those two things were hit really hard to me that they said, look, you know, you really need to do whatever you can to actually eat more fiber than what is recommended because well, we're not anywhere and, close. And fiber is in fruits and veggies. Right. 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 Yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted you. So please continue through your day. <laughs> oh, my day. Yes. Yeah. I might have a snack at four and it's sometimes I have nothing. Sometimes it might just be like some fruits or a handful of almonds. If I'm lucky, someone made some bliss balls in the office with one of our mixes. Like, so with bliss balls, so just people have an idea of how easy it's actually to make them. You grab any nuts you have. So it can be like cashews or almonds and you mix them together with either like some dried fruits or so for example, raisins or dates. And then we might add, for example, the muscle power uh, and the chocolate lover. And you have some delicious, little chocolate balls and you're like okay this is very healthy but you know it still tastes really good and then dinner which is yeah what do i make for dinner like either i make some pasta with lots of and if i make then a pasta sauce i just like you know like i'm i'm kind of a funny person i just throw everything in there all the vegetables i can find i throw it all in the sauce same with like a curry with some rice some roasted vegetables i always like like just putting some potatoes and some different vegetables in the oven um, and then put them on some rice and drizzle it. I mean, there's so many, so many good options. And we actually created this four-week plant-based course for people, which is not just recipes. It's very much about like learning how to, for example, a pasta, like the five steps of making your own pasta, depending on what vegetables you have at home. And really, I kind of like stepped back. I'm like, okay, how am I living my life? And it's not like, because I'm a very lazy cook, like I like to cook for 20 minutes and not longer. I'm like, okay, then that's enough. So breaking that down and trying to teach people how to cook instead of just telling them recipes of like, okay, this is how you make a pasta. This is how you make a curry. This is how you make an oatmeal. This is how you make a salad or like a salad bowl, Buddha bowl for lunch. So it's like very simple things. I love that. And your videos are amazing. So check out their social media as well. We'll put all the links in the show notes, but your videos are super, um, like you said, easy to follow, very user-friendly. So that, that's a great job. Yeah. I feel like self-care is really important to me. I feel like it's important to you as well in terms of just besides all the nutrition aspects, what are your some of your favorite self-care practices, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah, I mean, that's the interesting thing about health, right? It's not just what you eat. There's like, there's so many other aspects to it. I mean, moving your body, super important. I personally love just going to yoga or going for walks with some friends and walk and talk, I call them, which is so fun. 
I meditate. I would say it's whether it's morning or evening. It's like whatever like works for that day. Or sometimes I go to a meditation class. I think those are really important things. And just I, I I mean, and I think everyone can relate that it's so easy to get just like tied up with work and just like running, 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 and sometimes just stepping back and just doing things that are important for you. And whatever that is, right? Like it's different for everyone. You're so grounded and so just you give off such a laid back vibe, but you've created this unbelievably successful company and you really took a hard situation and you turned it into this beautiful gift for everyone. So I think it's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Especially because the end result of the company's being successful is that people are healthier and living longer. Yeah, that's, it's, that's that's our mission, right? Like we literally say our mission is to improve people's health with the power of super plants because we believe every plant is like it's super, right? Like just eating more fruit and veggies is sometimes it's crazy because it's so simple. Just eat more fruit and vegetables, just overload. Like because if you think about it, people are like, well, you know, I eat like my two portions of this and this. I'm like, no. overload because we have more stress than we ever had before Mm -hmm. we live in more toxic environments than we ever lived before the soil we get our fruits and vegetables from is like contains so like less minerals and vitamins than you know 20 30 50 years ago so even if you look at the whole picture it's like let's just take it all in as much as we can you know i was i was chuckling because you've mentioned oatmeal a couple of times and and i and i kept thinking to myself gosh do people really need to know how to make oatmeal yeah and, well right and, and i started to think <laughs> about it because we eat a lot of oatmeal in our house and we have the you know the cylindrical containers of oats right so they're just and it's just oats right mm-hmm. if you look at the ingredients it says oats and, should, does and it say organic it does probably not and then we have another cylinder of steel cut oats because that's actually for me that they have a much better texture and flavor I, I prefer that. But as I started to think about this, as I heard you say oatmeal three or four times, you know what? There's probably a lot of people who think that oatmeal comes in an envelope. You'll and if you look at those ingredients, that's mm-hmm. not just oats. No, yeah. that's, that's what I meant. Like people, like if I say oatmeal, like, oh yeah, that comes in a package, right? I'm like, no, We're, Which, you're, you're making your own oatmeal. Like I love using quick oats. Okay, I think they're just so so quick and easy so even if you want to you know like or overnight oats i love making that too so you make it at night already um you already you can either do it with some frozen fruits or some fresh fruits and then the oats you maybe add some raisins or some nuts i love adding some of our mixes so for example for every beautiful taste like berries so i love adding that one and then i wake up in the morning i'm like oh there's my breakfast and especially in summer having like a cold oatmeal is actually like really really nice i love that that's i think and so easy. You so can it just takes five do, it, do it. Yeah, you do it the night before. Yeah. And I like to do it in a mason jar. I don't know why mason jars just make me happy. And, um, you know, then you wake up and it's there. And you so, can take it with you too, right? If you're that, like, hey, I have to run. Some people also actually make their smoothies for the morning already at night. And they also put them in a mason jar and make sure they're actually filled to top. So you have like less oxidation. And then, you know, like whenever they wake up, they take them and go. I love that. So Garth, do you have a napkin for us today? I do. So if you are new to the Thrive Podcast or for our guest, I like to take a look at one of the thousands of notes that I've written on napkins and stuck into my daughter's lunch over the course of the last, 
I don't know, 12 or 13 years. My daughter's almost 20. I still write her notes and stick them into her lunch when she is working or going to school. And so this one was really easy today. This is an older style napkin. And I also take pictures of all of the napkins I've ever written to her. And so this one is really old. And I'm going to say I probably wrote it when she was in fifth grade. Mm -hmm. And it's a quote by Jim Rohn. And the napkin says, take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. Mm, I love that so much. I mean, I feel like we can totally control what we eat. And that's exactly what you were saying at the beginning of this podcast. And I hope that our listeners walk away from this episode thinking that there's, I think everyone can probably elevate the way that they are eating and help themselves be a healthier version of themselves. So I love and, that. And I would think Emma just had her back to school physical for college, right? She has to have one every year before they allow her to go back in. And her doctor asked her about her diet. And Emma said, oh yeah, I'm, I'm eating a plant-based diet. And her doctor was so excited to hear that and wow. continued to That's reinforce amazing. that. Well, very, in a very positive that. manner That's, over and it's, over. It's happening. I always yeah. tell people, it's like more and more people getting on the bandwagon, so to say. What is crazy to realize, for example, the China studies and the studies that have been done to like prove the plant-based diet. And I think that's very important also to understand from Dr. Campbell. Yeah. They've been done 40, 50 years ago, which is crazy to think about because like, I'm like sharing messages that are so old. I'm like, why does not everyone know this already? This is crazy. Well, and, and, and you know, so I'm going to say it was probably 15 years ago, give or take. I was in my doctor's office. I had some blood work done and my triglycerides were very high. Mm. and triglycerides are kind of an indicator. Um, they could be an early indicator of heart disease or ha having issues there. Plus, it's just the amount of sugars and fats and whatnot that you have in your blood. And so, do you know? imagine what his advice to me was 15 years ago. What did it he was say? Not, it was not plant-based diet. Please don't yeah. say it was Low eat, carb. Eat bacon. It, 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 it was, in fact, Atkins. Oh, yeah. really? And because... this this is very interesting. Do you know when Atkins was started right after uh, the study from Dr. Campbell actually came out about showing? So it was almost started as like a counteract to like the plant-based knowledge coming out there, like actually created Atkins, like the complete opposite. Because if you if you think about it, if you eat low carb, there's no way you're going to eat a plant-based diet. That's like that's almost impossible. And, and uh, so... The doctor's office has clearly come full circle because the, the office where Emma had her physical was the same office. That's amazing. Right. And so wow. they're, they're very so excited cool. about plant-based diets today. I love that. So we like to ask our guests, since we're the Thrive Podcast, to share a little tip with us. And we like to hear a way that our guests like to elevate themselves. And if they have a special thriving tip, like a little bit of extra goodness that they use to help themselves. Do you have a specific tip you can share? I feel like we talked about a lot. I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I think, yo, oh, there's must be more. Yeah. Now you have to come up with an extra thing. What's your extra thing? Okay. What's your favorite way to help yourself thrive? And you could have already said it, but what's your favorite? Favorite way. Um, I think my favorite way is just starting the day off right. Um, I think if you start your day off right, the whole day just seems to flow better. And then you also make the right decision. So what means for me starting the day off right is 
taking a moment for yourself, not grabbing your phone right away, drinking a huge glass of water, then making a huge smoothie. And then, you know, whether it's like some stretching or going for just like, just be with yourself for a little bit before you jump in all the craziness and the people that want things from you or like the things you need to do. I think that's really important. That's That's beautiful. I love that so much. Thank you. Well, tell everyone where they can learn more. Yeah. So go to yoursuper.com and we're on Instagram and Facebook also under your superfoods. And then my personal Instagram account, if people want to just follow whatever I'm doing is bliss by Chris. Wonderful. We'll put all that in the show notes. So thank you again for being here today. We loved talking to you. Really appreciate it. It's been a true pleasure. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. Thanks for listening. Thrive is created with the hope that we help you develop motivation and inspiration to make your life remarkable. You can find out more about me at napkinnotesdad.com. I invite you to get my free audio download, Reclaim Your Life at crazyperfectlife.com with tips and tools to help you feel your best. It would mean so much to us if you shared this with your friends and family and left us a review on iTunes. Remember, you deserve to thrive. Thrive Podcast is copyrighted by Dara and Gard.